0: Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. I'm you are A big good day. We bless God for another opportunity to learn at its feet and I want to appreciate everyone who has been listening to Light and Life. Do not forget, it's a platform where you can have the Summary of the Nigeria Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday And I pray again that today the Lord bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. February 19th, 2023 is another Sunday. Do not forget throughout the month, we have been thinking of focus on God's call and its responsibility. And this time around again, we're going to see how God is calling out to you and I with a concern on some set of people and an aspect that he wants us to take note of with the responsibility that he's bringing. Also to you and I today, and that brings us to our topic, which is the rich and the poor, the rich and the poor. That is taken from the book of James chapter two, verse one to twelve, and that is where we will have our study today. But before then, our introduction is opening our eyes to something very important that it's becoming greatly. It has always been a great concern, and and God also is bringing to you and I a need for us to still continue with this understanding and never to allow anything make us pull out of this truth, which is the fact that discrimination or favoritism is never anything that God in any way appreciates with us. And most especially, it has become something that has eaten deep to everywhere and not excluding the church, not excluding the body of Christ. And that is why it's still a concern till now. As the word of god has made clear to us much more understanding of this from the book of james chapter 2 where we're studying today the lesson becomes more more important for you and i to take note of so that we can see how god is really hammering this warning warning against favoritism and a need for us to have an understanding of love which is a premise for us to sustain ourselves in fulfilling the law. This is all that we'll be taking notes today, and I pray that this will not just be as usual of the word of God that we have had to know that God does not just like favoritism, it's not just about that, but it's about doing what the Lord expects of us. And in every of our engagement we will not be found one thing. I pray this will be our portion as we go through this lesson in Jesus' name. Amen. The lesson comes in three parts. But before then, let's have our golden text, which is from James chapter 2, verse 5. It reads us, Listen, my dear brothers and sisters, as not God choosing those who are poor in the highs of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom, He has promised those who love Him. Let us pray. Father, we are grateful because your word again is coming and we believe, trusting you by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you will speak to our heart. We pray that we will not just hear this word. We wouldn't have just been coming across this word. But this time around again today, we pray that your word will stay upon our heart. And it shall be fruitful in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. The first part of the lesson says, warning against discrimination. Please read the book of James chapter 2, 1 to 4. And this part begins clearly enough to make us know how the word of god from from the writing came clearly to us as brethren came to us as christian believer it is not a writing to anyone out there it is a focus onto the church it's a focus onto people who are already born again people who have come to have the understanding of of the of god and his saving grace and the warning is that show no partiality as you hold the faith of our lord jesus christ the lord of glory this becomes a warning this becomes a an instruction that was clearly given, without any mix-up, without any you know you know when, when there is no cutting cutting through the bush or trying to just you know trying to still make a twist up of anything. It was clear, and the, how clear this is brought to us is also explaining why it's uh, how important it is and why we should not take it with levity, and why is the church. Today is being called upon. Why is believer being called upon not to engage in impartiality, not to engage in discrimination? It is just because we are a model of Christ Jesus, it is just because of we are the one holding the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ. And if we are holding the faith of Lord Jesus Christ, then we must dwell to reflect Christ in his full image just as he is. And in his deeds, we must be the same. And this is why this part is coming to us. But what what is it with the church? Why is this becoming important? And why is this raised? One very thing we must understand is that the church of today and even before now has been discriminating against some set of people. And if we look at it even till now. We find ways in which the church discriminates, and I, 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 I'll, I'll begin in the lesson as it comes to us. A list of it is that the church of today find its, its a forming faction, forming league. We have a way of just making you know making some people much more of the set of people that form maybe form a group. Okay, these are the by tribe. These are the Yorubas. or by okay, these are the rich. You know, we we have factions, we have Cleagues. We form it by whatever stick that we have created. But this is supposed not to be so, and that is why this lesson is coming today. In another way, individually, we find ourselves, you know, playing hop so well with some set of people. You know, you, you find yourself much more attracted, much more interested to relate with some set of people. This set of people could be by maybe your assessment of their financial status, the assessment of your their intellectual ability. It could be their your assessment, even the appearance the appearance may be something you just so like the way they dress the way or even the way they talk you know you just have something that is turning you on onto this person all the time and before you know it you relate more with people of this of this your, your your interest and we don't relate with some set of people and this is why this lesson is coming today is it supposed to be so? In the body of Christ as believers, is this how we supposed to relate with ourselves or even with people at large? And this is why this lesson is coming. One thing we must note is from the word of God to us, even in the book of Mark, Mark, in the book of Mark chapter 12, verse 28 to 31, the mind of God is clearly made known to us. And what Jesus made clear is that if we were say truly that we will be able to keep the Lord, then it's some up to us as in two part which becomes the greatest commandment for us that every other thing yes if we begin to pick it up it's it's yes it's important but the strength of it is in two, loving the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. And then, much more importantly, the second is loving your neighbor. And this is where it comes to play with us now. When we now form clique in the church, when we form cacos in the church, when we like some people, or let me say as believer, even if it's not about the church, but even as a believer we call ourselves, we have interest in some people over another then what kind of the love of christ are we showing to the world what example are we reflecting that we are as children of god i pray to the lord will help us as we take a thought of this upon our life personally beyond the church as a body But even as we hear the word of God today, we can begin to look into ourselves inwardly and assess ways we have not been doing it right in relating with people. And let's begin to work on ourselves. God is warning us today and is calling on our attention to ensure that we work to bring unity and harmonizing the cause of whatever that could have made Things not so balanced with us in the world, ensuring that we balance it all. Note also that showing favoritism towards the rich at the expense of the poor displeases God. And this is one thing that should strike you and I at heart. At every point we find ourselves. That there may be discrepancy, there may be differences with people uh, that we are meeting day by day. God displeases favoritism. So we should not in any way be found with it. And another thing that we should note that why this is even coming to us is the fact that if we keep on with devorityism the church of God or amidst ourselves believer or in relationship with people, there would never be unity. It brings division. So if we don't want to continue to see division and mist us, even as a country, as a family, as a church, as a whole, you know, as an individual with other people that you relate with, it's important that we ensure that we we do not go for favoritism in any way or discrimination. I pray that the Lord will help us in Jesus. name. let's ensure that we treat everybody or I mean everyone equally. We take the second part of the lessons that says the fortune of the poor. Please read James chapter 2 verse 4 to 7. What becomes the fortune of the poor here? Before we go there, there is a very important thing that was made clear to us. The state of the people was clearly reflected the church as James was addressing, the book of James was addressing. and what we discovered is that these people despise the poor, for the rich, the so-called rich that do not even know the Lord. And what do we see of this set of people, the same rich that some people hold in high esteem, they exploit and they are the same set of people that even drag the, the poor to court. They are the same set of people that oppresses the, the poor. And then you wonder why why on what reason on what basis should this be so it becomes so un- unreasonable for us to think that we can render you know special recognition or treatment to the rich at the expense of the poor why why if we can reason true we'll understand that it does not there is nothing so tenable for it it amounts to nothing is it for whatever we may think we want to gain from the rich the word of God is telling us much more what becomes the fortune for the poor. This same poor that some of us may not really, really count so much worry. As we take note, God owed the poor in high esteem. And I do I know it takes a higher regard on them. Why does the Lord do this? Is because for the poor, for those poor who have become children of God in faith, God has made provision for them to inherit the kingdom of God. Meaning that. In your lowly state, if you can be so humble and you can accept the love of Christ Jesus in your heart, then you have been elevated and made even much more richer than any rich person by status or heart. An and that is the position of God in treatment of the poor. For as many of them in whatever state they may be, yes, physically poor, but if they are rich spiritually, God sees them and holds them in high esteem. So if God is holding someone in high esteem, who is anyone in the world to cast them? Who is anyone in the world to treat them and make them make them little or belittle their status in any way? So this is what we must understand clearly: that God's grace has made them rich, although this same richness is extended to the rich, but Only the rich who can come up to this point of meekness, to the point of humility and spiritual maturity are the only one that can be able to also have this offer of God's provision that is available, which is just God's plan to everyone so the understanding of god's plan now becomes what should keep leading us all into our relationship with people ensuring that we don't go on discriminating favoring someone more than uh, over the other no if you understand that in god's plan god's plan is to ensure that the salvation salvation comes to everyone for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him there is no There is no difference that God did to to us. He loved us. He gave himself to the whole world, to the whole world, world of the rich, the poor, the whole world of, you know, the the, 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 the dull, you know, the the, the intelligent, the whole world of the weak, the strong. This is the way God has extended love to us, and that is his plan his love is for everyone his love is extended to us that this is his plan this is his plan to bring us to his saving grace so we should not even as a believer it becomes something shameful if we continue to love some people much more than another no 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 i pray that the lord will help us as this word can come better to us beyond an expression that we can ever think. The spirit of the most high God is at work in you and I to make us get this and heart and move from today as the Lord wants us to do in Jesus' name. Amen. So the last part of the lesson is encouragement to obey the law. Read the book of James. That same James we're reading, chapter 2, 8 to 12. And here, what becomes an encouragement to us to obey the law or why we need to obey the law is of the fact that it is the right thing to do. And it's a right thing to do with no excuse. If we go through the book of Leviticus chapter 1, verse 19 to 15, we see that loving our neighbor was emphasized as what we should do. And that is why if we will be able to obey the law, love is the premise for fulfilling it. Love is the only yastical, let me say, is the wing, Wing, is on his wings we will rise and fly. So until we can love, until we can go to that, grow onto that point of loving our neighbor, then when we do that, we will not have any special interest for anyone out there beyond another. We will be able to treat people equally and fulfill the law of God. So in obedience to the law of God, it's about obedience to ensure the demonstration of the nature of God, ensuring that our words, our actions, our deeds, our attitude, are uh, bringing glory and praise to god because the word of god has established for us that we will be judged by all of this so if at the end of the of the day our the judgment or assessment of our faithfulness as believer or as our as of our perfect deeds on heart will be assessed by all that we have done then it is imp- it becomes important for you and i to check our conduct, check our deeds our relationship our attitude towards people that we come in contact with i pray that the spirit of the lord will help us in jesus name so there is an encouragement for us and this encouragement is that we should treat everyone with acuity and ensure that we also go on with the art of impartiality it is key in fulfilling god's the full ground of the law you can't say ah i am obedient to one part of the law and you are disobeying the other part of the law no no so the lord is strengthening our heart today to make us know that the obeying is law is rooted in two parts loving him the giver of the law the giver of the instruction the giver of our life and loving others everyone that we come in contact with let us extend the love of god to them so love is a weapon to enhance and sustain obedience to the law and what is this law we should treat everyone equally Ensuring that we discard discrimination and favoritism. And I pray as we do this, the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. We've come to the end of our lesson today. And the call of God for us is that we should treat everyone equally. And the responsibility is that we should obey the law. I pray that the Lord will help us as we do this. With the understanding that love of God that has flowed to us must flow to others. It is well with us in Jesus' name. Wishing us all a glorious service ahead of Sunday. Bye, everyone. The Lord bless you. Amen.